Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of Jokestrap. Hey, it's two weeks in a row. How about that? Um, here we are. Um, it is December 11th, 2017, and I'm heartbroken, you guys. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell it in my voice, but I am. Uh, pretty fucking upset right now. <laughs> um, who broke your heart, Wes? Who broke your heart? Um... I don't know, the city of Oakland pretty much broke my heart over this past week. Um, it's been another devastating blow. I know I had my hopes up. I had my hopes up that this Peralta site for the Oakland A's would come through. Um, I thought that they were going to be all set. I thought with President Dave Cavall, everything was good to go. I thought with the announcement of the site, it meant everybody was on board and that things were going to happen. Well... The team had a rally set up on Tuesday um, for fans to come out and participate and be there for the rally for the new stadium. And apparently some people at the community college nearby were like, ah, no, not so fast with this stadium talk. Uh, we're going to slow this down. Um, it's not happening here. It won't be happening now. And that is where it stands uh, with the Coliseum talks. So uh, for now... Uh, there is no stadium. There is no uh, uh, stadium plan. Uh, it's come to a screeching halt. So who knows what they're going to do. Um, a lot of people are saying that uh, the A's are just going to leave Oakland now because uh, there is no plan B. They have no backup plan. Um, another group of people say, well, they're just going to rebuild where the current Coliseum is in Oakland, um, which is a possibility, I suppose. But um, I don't know. Because uh, if they were going to do that, they would build a c the stadium right next to the existing stadium. But the thing is, they want restaurants and stuff around the stadium for people to hang out at before the game and stuff like that. And there's nothing like that at the current stadium site. So they'd have to build, like, basically an entire city in the current parking lot. And it would just take a lot more time, um, I think. Or, I mean, it could be quicker. Who knows, since they already, ha already have this space for it. Um, but... Uh, it's going to be tough. Uh, I know uh, some people said rebuilding at the current site was like their last, um, their last, um, uh, the last thing they wanted to do. So um, I'm not even sure if they're going to go forward with that, even if it is an option. Um, but I mean, they started this whole um, hashtag rooted in Oakland thing. Um, so hopefully. Uh, they meant it, and uh, even though that this current plan fell through, hopefully Dave Caval and the team can uh, get their shit together and uh, get the stadium actually built in Oakland, um, where I think it belongs. Especially when you have the Oakland Raiders moving to Vegas, and then uh, you have um, the Golden State Warriors going back to San Francisco. It uh, doesn't really leave Oakland with much. I think uh, Oakland needs it, and uh, it kind of upsets me that the people at the community college um, that did put a halt to this don't quite understand what it means for the city. Um, yeah, it might mean some more traffic in your area. It might, uh, I don't know, increase the number. Yeah, it's going to increase traffic. It's going to it's gonna be a little crazier in your part of the neighborhood, but uh, it's for a good reason. I, uh, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, because it's not a money thing because uh, the A's were going to privately fund the entire stadium themselves which 
which says a lot about a ball club, I think. Um, but um, the community college is like, nah, we good. We don't need it. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Um, I think it'd be good for Oakland still. Um, but the mayor's apparently still saying we're gonna we're gonna keep the A's. We're gonna do whatever we can. Um, but who knows? Um, Billy Bean says the general manager for the A's. He says that the team isn't gonna. Um, change anything in the way they're uh, rebuilding the team or anything like that because of the halts in the stadium talks. But I don't agree. I, I don't see that happening. I think if they have a trans- chance to trade a prospect um, now, that they'll actually they'll actually do it instead of uh, thinking, oh, where's this player going to be when our new stadium arrives? Because now we don't even have a timeline of uh, when that stadium's going to get done if it ever is going to get done. So, of course, it has an effect on the way you rebuild a team. And to say that it uh, doesn't change our outlook or, un- or anything, I-, I think that's bullshit. Uh, I really do. <laughs> I uh, uh, Do I think the A's still want to compete? Sure. Yeah, you want to compete. But um, you told the fans uh, that you were getting a new stadium. And, I don't know, it just seems weird that you would make an announcement for the location without um, getting uh, approval from everybody you needed approval from. Uh, Like, I know they surveyed a bunch of people, they talked to a bunch of people, and uh, I don't know if the community college just waited till the last minute to say no. If they did, that's fucked up. But uh, I don't know. It's really weird. Um, It really got my hopes up with Dave Cavall. seemed like everything was going right on track. And uh, I don't know. I haven't seen anything from Dave since uh, the the news of uh, the stadium talks getting halted. Um, I haven't seen him post anything about it on Twitter. Um, the only thing I saw today was from Susan Slusser, the beat writer for the, the Oakland A's for the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, she said on Twitter that what I said about what Billy Bean said, and that was like that it's it doesn't affect um, the rebuilding process at all. But I don't see how that's possible. Um, maybe Chris Davis is going to get traded now. Um, who knows? Anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's the heartbreak I had this week on, uh, uh, it was Tuesday when I, last Tuesday when I found that out. Um, it was, it was tough take because yeah, I was like, here I am looking forward to 2023 when the new stadium's going to re, or when it's going to open, but nope, not quite. Um, so now we're back in lingo. We're back where we've always been. The A's, the, the laughing stock of the major leagues who have a shithole stadium that everyone talks about how bad it is. Uh, it's us in Tampa Bay. I don't know who's going to get a new ballpark first, probably Tampa Bay now. Anyway, um, am I still going to go to games? Of course I'm still going to go to games. It's still my team, but it's just upsetting. Uh, let's see what else. What else happened? Uh, the 49ers won again. Uh, 49ers won yesterday. Uh, I did not watch the game though. Um, I was out uh, hiking with a buddy of mine. But uh, yeah, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, his numbers look pretty good. I didn't watch the highlights or anything, so I can't attest to how like his throws looked or anything. But the fact that he completed 20 of 33 passes uh, looks pretty good. Uh, got his first touchdown pass in there finally. So that's good to see. Uh, and one interception. So uh, it threw for, what, 334 yards? 
It's a pretty good game for a quarterback. So uh, two wins in a row. Good to see. Um, is Jimmy Garoppolo the answer? Well, I don't know if he's the answer answer, but he's definitely better than what the Niners had all season. I know that uh, up until this point. So I know that's a fact. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to see him uh, just get some more games under his belt and progress, and hopefully the Niners can add on a few more receivers as well. Um, that'd be great. Um, Carlos Hyde also had a good game rushing the ball, so that was great to see for the 49ers. Um, the San Jose Sharks, uh, they won a crazy game on Thursday against Carolina. They were down at 4-1. to one. Um at one point, and I thought for sure there was no way they were going to win. Uh, they ended up tying the game and then going into uh, overtime. Uh, <coughs> Barclay, Goodrow, Barclay Goodrow tied up the game uh, at 4-4, and then they went into overtime where Brent Burns scored the game-winning goal, uh, which is ironic because in my last, podca- my last podcast I mentioned how uh, Burns, he hadn't been scoring much, so of course, he would score the overtime winner in the game, and the Sharks won that one 5-4. to four. Um, Sharks would win again on Saturday. They won 5 to nothing. Aaron Dell with the shutout, um, and uh, that was a great game. Uh, they're talking about with Aaron Dell that teams might, other teams might be looking at him uh, after this year as a uh, starting goalie for their team. So um be interesting to see if after this season, if Aaron Dell stays a shark or not, because if he keeps up uh, doing as good as he is, then he may end up going to another team and being their starter if someone needs a starter. Um, and then uh, speaking of uh, going to another team, uh, the Sharks played yesterday too, uh, and uh, they lost yesterday uh, against their former teammate, Alex Stalock, um, who... Uh, Ended up, uh, they ended up winning. Uh, they ended up losing uh, yesterday, four to three in overtime. So, but uh, yeah, uh, otherwise it's been fairly good for the Sharks. They're sixteen, ten, and three now. Um, still third in the Pacific Division. Uh, Burns actually scored two goals yesterday in the loss, so it looks like he's heating up um, in terms of his uh, offense. So that's good to see. Um. And that's pretty much it from the sports angle um, for this podcast. Uh, just overall, things look good for the for the Sharks and 49ers right now. Um, and, of course, the Warriors are still doing well. Um, but uh, fucking A's, man. <laughs> Get your shit together. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about that movie like Fever Pitch a lot right now. Uh, with Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore and, like, how uh, Jimmy Fallon kind of, like, puts the Red Sox aside uh, for the for the girl because um, it's, like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's just, I don't know. The movie's been, a lo- been in my head a lot lately. And uh, uh, anyway, um so, yeah, that's it for the sports world right now. Uh, Comedy-wise, uh, we had some bad news. Uh, comedy in the comedy world today on December 11th. Uh, over the weekend, uh, it was found out that the brainwash in San Francisco closed. Uh, the brainwash was a laundromat and a cafe and a performance space. 
And uh, yeah, it was one of a kind. Um, it had been going on for a long time. Uh, they'd been doing constant shows there for comedians. Uh, it was uh, probably the top spot for newcomers uh, uh, to try out comedy on an open mic night was the brainwash. Um, wasn't always easy. Wasn't always a good crowd. Wasn't always an attentive crowd. Um, a lot of talented people um, have had terrible nights there. But uh, it was a place that people could rely on being there for them to perform. And uh, guys like Tony Sparks and uh, Anthony Medina and Sandra Risser and uh, a whole bunch of others, uh, they've hosted shows there. Um, and uh, I mean like weekly and monthly shows there. And the Brainwash has be had been really accepting to a whole bunch of comedians uh, to come through and perform there. Um, but now, uh, I don't know, I guess it was due to the cost of rent or uh, recent uh, apartment developments that they want to put in the area also um, that they just, uh, uh, not randomly, but they suddenly shut down their doors over the weekend. Um, it obviously wasn't planned because they still had a calendar of events on their website for the entire month. Um, so something that just came suddenly um, that they closed their doors, um, which is it's terrible for the, us as comedians to not to have one less place to go, but uh, it's terrible for those employees as well, which I'm sure um, didn't see it coming. Um, uh, so that sucks. Um, another mic goes down. Um, another long-lasting mic, though. Um, I mean, it had a great run. So there's a lot of memories there for a lot of comedians. Um, I went there earlier this year, um, did a show. Uh, with uh, Sandra Risser um, and some others. And uh, I didn't have my best set, but I had a fun time. And uh, actually, <laughs> I did so bad, I ended up com coming home and going to do another open mic in San Jose that same night, just try to get the taste out of my mouth. But uh, but yeah, it, w it, was a, it was a great spot. And uh, I know a lot of comedians are, are sad to see it go. Um, and not be there for them to perform anymore. Um, so uh, this Thursday I will be at the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz um, for an 8.30 show. <coughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, I'll be there. And uh, uh, that's pretty much the only show I have scheduled right now. Um, been a little bit under the weather. I don't know if you could tell. But uh, I, if I'm feeling better, I might do another show or two this week. We'll see. Um, but that's the only one I have currently on the schedule right now. Um, so, yeah, uh, yesterday um, morning, I uh, went hiking. I went hiking with my buddy uh, Kevin. Uh, we went out to uh, Santa Teresa County Park. Uh, we went on some trails there. Uh, there's uh, uh, cattle grazing that takes place um, uh, at this park. So uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, shit droplings uh, that that are on the way that we that we see on the trails while walking. Um, big piles of poop, and uh, Kevin actually took some photos with the cows. I was like, oh, what a nice family reunion, <laughs> and. Uh, 
all in fun. But then we got lost uh, when we were trying to head back to the car to leave. Um, we went, <laughs> we were looking at the map, and like there was a uh, one of the trails that was called Mine Mine Trail M I N E, and then in the other direction they said it was also Mine Trail. So we're like, well, what the hell? Like, what are we supposed to do? So we picked one way. Obviously, it was the wrong way, and then we had to head back and go the other way. So we ended up hiking a little bit longer than we wanted to, but it was still a lot of fun. Um, it was a cool site. Um, if you go to a, if you ever go, there's a spot in the hike called Coyote's Peak, which is like the highest level or the highest elevated part of the hike, and uh, you can actually see out towards like downtown San Francisco on a clear day. Um, yesterday it wasn't completely clear, so couldn't see the skyline of San Francisco from there. But uh, that's really cool that it's even possible at all, ever. Um, they do have a photo up there you can look at to kind of see, this is what it looks like on a clear day. <laughs> um, so that's kind of neat to look at. And, uh, yeah, it was good. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yesterday, um, I also went out for a little Christmas gathering with some friends. Uh, we went to an old spaghetti factory. Uh, we had some dinner, and then we went out to Christmas in the park in downtown San Jose. I don't know how many of you have gone to Christmas in the park. Um, it's a bunch of Christmas trees, and uh, they also have like a little ice skating rink. Uh, we saw someone eat it. Well, well, they were skating, so that was fun. Um, and then they have like a Ferris wheel and some other little things there. Uh, hot chocolate stands, and you can get churros and uh, funnel cakes and some other stuff. Um, I would suggest, if possible, go on a weeknight, though, because, I don't know, last night was really crowded. Um, we were <laughs> It was like, okay, we walked around the park, but we didn't really experience much, I felt. Like, I took a few photos, and then I was like, yeah, all right, there's just too many people to do anything here. Um, but it's a, I mean, it's a happening spot. It's good to see people going out and checking it out. Um, lots of, it's a lots of different Christmas trees, like, decorated by different organizations, like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, or uh, different schools, and uh, different kind of things like that. Um, there were a few trees that were like in memoriam trees. Like it's like, uh, this tree is here in memory of so-and-so. And there was like four or five trees like that. And Brian and I, <laughs> my friend Brian and I were like, uh, please don't, uh, ever have a tree for me. If, if <laughs> I don't want to be a Christmas memorial tree. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so um, I mean, it, yeah, I would su I would recommend going to Christmas in the park, but just do it like on a weeknight uh, when there's less kids, I guess. Uh, that would be my recommendation. And uh, yeah, uh, Saturday, I I uh, had a therapy session <laughs> that I went to. I uh, that was my last one of the year. So I have to go a full month now, um, which I think will be doable. I think I can. Um, it's just uh, uh, we've been uh, talking a lot about 
various things and uh, various things that I can work on. And she wants me to like keep notes of like how I'm doing with that. And I don't know how well I'm going to be keeping the notes. Let's just say. Um, anyways, um, let's see what else happened. Saturday, Friday. Obviously, I don't write an outline for these uh, um, podcasts. I just try to talk through the whole thing. But uh, now I'm to the point where I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about. (coughs) Oh, I had a show. I could talk about that. Uh, I had a show last Wednesday um, at 88 Keys Cafe um, in Morgan Hill, and it was headlined by Matt Gubser. Uh, the show went pretty well. Um, Kevin Kevin Wittenhill, he crushed it. David Ferguson crushed it. Kay Chang, he was great. And uh, MRMG was great as well. Um, and then Matt Gubser, of course, was awesome. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we had a good show. I uh, found out that we're not going to be having a show there, though, in February. Or, sorry, not in February. We're not going to be having a show there in January, January 3rd, because uh, it's close to New Year's, so they didn't want to do a show. <laughs> so the next show at 88 Keys Cafe for us is going to be on uh, February 7th, and then that'll be headlined by Liz Grant. Um, so that'll be a good show. Uh, looking forward to that one. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, that's pretty much it for this podcast. Uh, I guess I'm a little too heartbroken to talk anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sure I'll be fine though. I will get over it. And, um, like anything else that goes on, I just don't want them to leave. I mean, if they leave Oakland, okay. But if you leave California completely, which they could do, uh, I've never had that happen to me. I've had, I've had people in my life, you know, leave me and leave the state or whatever, but I've never had an entire like sports team that I like leave the state. So I don't know what kind of emotions I would go through in that case. Um, I don't know. Be, it'll be, uh, it'd be hard to take. I'm sure. Especially when, uh, I'm used to like attending so many games and everything. Uh, anyway, let's hope, um, for my sake, the A's will stay and they can stay in Oakland and, uh, hopefully, Next week, uh, by next week's episode, I'll have some more information on the whole thing, and uh, it'll be, oh, hey, guys, my heart's not broken after all. Who knows? All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Jokestrap, and uh, thank you all very much for listening, and be well, and I'll see you next time. Bye.